and I was not happy. I was a little angry MA running around. Yeah, I, I feel like because I think like each year, that's funny. This could actually be a segment. So we won't say over the pod because we can still be friends in our real lives. Just yeah, we are back. we are potting though, technically. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode. 184 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Choose an email. MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandon. And with me, as always, the Ziggy to my quantum leap. Most awesome. Oh, that's so good. So Jump good. I got it. First off, time. shout out to um, one Mr. No, 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 no. I was going to say our boy, Vonathon. Good job on him with a little technology update. Oh, did you, did you, did you dug in on that? Oh, uh, yeah, I liked it. I yeah. enjoyed it very much. But, yeah, was- uh, but, but, <laughs> big but coming. Yeah, big one. Bullshit, bullshit refing of the Neapolitan showdown. I must have. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, right. Fucking job. He pulled, he hoodwinked me. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, hey, I like it. I, all these ones here's, are here's what's far weird. superior. It's really weird when they give you, give one person two wins out of the three yeah give the other person the w yeah like that always seems kind of fucked up a lot of misdirection on that yeah. one <laughs> yeah here's here's the other not to call out my our boy friend of the audience or friend of the pod mr mr vaughn there yeah let's go but, but it's a but it's a it, rule number one if you're a guest on a podcast don't ask if you can swear on it because that's a dead giveaway that you never listen to podcasts. I, you know, I thought about that also. I always said it's the first thing I think. It's like, can we swear? Like, I, honestly, it's not just our podcast, but every podcast with someone's yes, just like, that's yes. where on this is just like, oh, so you've never listened to this fucking podcast. Right, right, right. Either you know or you don't. Yes. Yeah. And that's not, yeah, that's not for Mr. Vaughn. That's for everyone. That's sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, why is that? Is, are you trying to be too cool for school? Uh, no, I don't. Like, I think it's a little respect, but it's also like, I'm, if you and I were invited onto a podcast, we've been guests on a few, but if we were yes. invited onto a podcast, like I definitely, I listened to a couple down. I figured out the rules. I know what the, mm-hmm. I don't like, I'm a race car driver. I need to know the course. You know what I'm saying? Like as yes. a golfer, like I need yes. to know like the lay of the green and everything. Like I'm going to do a little research before I show up on there. We are those extreme tandem buggies where you're driving <laughs> and I'm holding the map and then yeah. I'm just navigating the fucks or no fucks. Here we go. Yeah, there show we go. it there. Yeah, it's, yep. it's really fun. Because if people do listen to it, it's like it is much like they say in a, like a Christmas story, I believe. Like it, it is it's a palette for us. Like it is mm-hmm. it's an art. Yes, like we, exactly. we don't like to overcurse, depending on how much like Brandana gets to drink on. That's right. That's right. Beautiful. Uh, All right. But you're probably gonna hear some cursing in episode 184. <laughs> this one for sure. We're gonna rip from the headlines, guys. Our next 17 weeks are figured out. Let's act like they aren't figured out. They are. Uh, we're gonna do week one NFL recap. We're gonna start dropping on Mondays, I think, a little bit in your pod feed Tuesday morning to kind of give you that recap. We'll see. Maybe we'll do a Sunday night. We'll figure it out. But if it's surprising that it's showing up Tuesday morning, might be the new normal. We're going to hit MAB inbox. We've got one big one that I'm excited to. What's awesome hasn't seen it yet. So going to put him on toes. A little bit. Does MA have it? But all right. But we'll, we'll see him act on the fly. Then we're going to do a Neapolitan showdown. We're doing the worst breads. You've been hot this. You've been, been hot this summer a little bit, bro. Shoot, these were talks of shit on some breads. Yeah. I don't ever think of That's what we're doing. Uh, Brandon, the gambling corner. How to tackle week two. There's a lot of overreactions. Uh, I went one and two if you guys are following us on the Insta, but it's overreactions. Tough beat. Tough beat, B. Your, your bikes let you down. 
Yeah, they did kind of, and we'll get into that when we uh, end the rip. But uh, week two has a lot of overreaction. So we're going to see if we can find yes. a little value there. Then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. ripped from the headlines week one nfl what are we talking about this week brother? because we're back baby it's nfl uh, season this is the whole reason why we started this pod it is for one second can we remember just what it was like during the summer it was just like what should we do with the ripped should we talk about we're gonna, gonna learn like italian soccer like what are we gonna <laughs> figure this should we just do like a countdown or something but finally we're back into just kind of our niche if there's one sport that we both combine our knowledge and know the best it would be the yes. nfl 100 percent, absolutely right sir uh so let's get into it what's your what's your watching have we jump up i i basically i'm gonna fire off uh basically one question from each game but just get us back in the mindset when nfl as we get a little bit older it feels like life just kind of fast forwards between that end of the super bowl and like the week one upon us are you watching preseason a little bit are you reading like internet articles like what kind of gets your mindset ready for where you're going to see this week oh good question um yeah i mean i think it for me you know i'm a big draft guy so i always love because i love college football and i and i love seeing the transition from college to pros so um it's it starts really with the draft kind of seeing the moving and the shaking of where you know who's getting you know traded or who's signing in free agency so free agency week and draft week are pretty big that's the start of it for me uh, I would say this year with the, you know, different preseason schedule was, was a little discombobulating. I'm, I'm used to having like four to five weeks worth of NFL preseason. Like, I feel like the season rushed up on us real quick. Faster than usual. Too. Like, yeah, someone dropped this on me and I couldn't, I didn't know how to answer the question because I thought I was wrong, but uh, I was sitting with, um, Pat Simon, I can't remember if he's been on the pod before. Maybe not. We should get him on. Yeah. But he was just like, "Is there usually a break between the preseason and regular season starting?" Which there wasn't, but there was this year, right? Like we had yeah. three preseason games, a week off, then one regular season, which is kind of weird to me. Yeah, it was. It was weird, and it was usually usually all the final game game fours typically all finish up by Saturday, if memory serves. Yeah. So then you have Saturday, then everyone has Sunday off. And then usually they'll kick it off on a Thursday night. And usually sometimes I think they even play some of them on a Friday night too. You know what I mean? That week four and that week four is really just those guys fighting for jobs, right? The, the 55th through 52nd guys on the roster, those bubble guys, that's really what that game is for. You know, most of the starters, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't play be, a series at all. Yeah. It used to be like first preseason the game, none of the starters, uh, second preseason game, a drive. Third preseason game, like a half, right. and then nothing in the fourth preseason game. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and some of that is depending on the age too. Younger guys will probably get in that game one. They'll probably get a series or two, but yeah, they, by by and large, that's pretty spot on. Um, well, before yeah. we get into before we get uh, dive into the games, do you think on a macro view, do you see any less preseason game affecting what we saw this week? 
No, I mean, I think we saw some sloppy play here and there, but no different than any week one that I would have, you know, that, that I could remember. It yeah, wasn't like, I don't think anything stood out. I mean, I, to be honest, I will get there, but like, and I know it's like eyes glued on the Vikings game for a couple different reasons, but like, I think uh, three false starts on their first drive or like, it was something like three false starts on their you just want to get into it. You just want to fucking get into the Vikings. Let's do it. Yeah, Yeah, let's do it. All right. uh, So my big question, I'm going to ask you a big question is all the Sunday games. Um, Vikings Bengals uh, is Vikings coach the first fire. It's a really sloppy looking team. Ooh, this is an interesting question because I'm going to be interested in all these. I'm I'm doing kind of second level, like a little deep dive question. I don't know if he's the first coach fired or maybe I should caveat that. He might not be the first coach replaced little wink, wink, nod, nod over there to Jacksonville. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but he might be the, yeah, he, he's definitely going to be on the chopping block. It's very interesting. I was reading an article from uh one of like the minnesota vikings like team beat reporters basically who's saying like mike zimmer has a history of basically in those post-game conferences or halftime interviews like basically shitting on his players for not executing and he does he did it in he's done it time and time again about you know how they performed last year with the roster that they had and in the that Bengals game he mentioned that Kirk Cousins uh, held on the ball too long, which is an indication of coaching, right? Or, or playing, playing, which he did, right? Yeah. But maybe not the best way in the middle of a game when you're kind of battling it out. The other thing is, is that I guess there was like a play towards the end of the the. Oh, he said that during quarter. the halftime interview. So during halftime. Damn. Okay, that's a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he also said that the Bengals were successful on a play towards the end of the half. I think that the Vikings had practice in, in practice, which is like we coached them up, but the players fell short. So he is, and he's, and he has a history of uh, kind of essing on, yeah, essing on the coaches. You know what I mean? And and I, I didn't realize this that the Minnesota has a first time offensive coordinator, first time O line yeah. uh, coach, and first time quarterback. So this is, uh, yeah, this is a disaster. So yeah. I, in Minnesota will definitely be up there for most talent underperforming. I mean, we'll talk about the Falcons in a fucking second. So Ooh. let's see where you rank that. But uh, the big play, what I mean, what I knew was a loss, and this was one of my Brandon Gamble corners. Uh, don't worry, we'll write the ship. You all get paid. I mean, sorry if like your car payments a little late. Let them know that there's a week two. You'll be fine. But there was, um, I think it was like 50 seconds left. The Bengals have the ball near midfield with no timeouts right before going to the half, and then they complete like a forty-five yard bomb, and it's yeah. just like, shit, like Jamar Chase. Can, yeah, yeah. If you can't control that shit, like that's that's no excuse for scoring points. Like a field goal, you should still be embarrassed. But they have like zero timeouts, and you just get it thrown over the top. Like yeah. it was just uh, real fast. Uh, one more thing I want to tie to this: like, do we need to change the overtime rules or anything? Like, I don't feel like this, I think it's. If we don't want ties, if we're not okay with ties, I I, I I do like the field goal sudden death. I don't like they shorten the overtime because each team gets the like the ball two times and then it's over. If that, yeah, if that, yeah, right? like yeah, exactly, yeah. If, they, if there's a strong z- drive that ends in something, like I don't know, like well, I know it didn't end a tie, but it almost felt close to that. Like if that passes, it well, here's the thing: is is the the Vikings like, the Vikings were bizarre to me in the final drive, like you know they're racing to 
you know, to kick a field goal here to tie it up. And the sense of urgency, even with Cousins and all the rest of the team, seemed very yeah, they lost, lackadaisical. Yeah, right. yeah, there was like, uh, I think there was a clock, and then there was like a, like kind of, I think, 50 seconds left, and then they're kind of running up. They're kind of not. And it's just like, guys, like you can't get yeah. there. You really got to know that shit. Like, it's, and I was sitting there and I was watching it because it was like the the extra time on one of the broadcasts. And I was like, you got to clock it. You're sprinting to that. I think he yeah. hit Thielen on the uh, Thielen on them out, put him in kind of that midfield. Well, because I, I think it was a pass report too where a dude just dropped it. It looked like, I think it was like uh, the tight end Conklin right? Like it looked yeah. like it did there, but I think he dropped on purpose because he was just like, this gives us nothing. Yeah. This is a gain of three and we have to clock it. And now we're looking at like a 37. Yeah, exactly. And then you, I mean, the, the, the kicker stood up and fucking knocked it stiff twice in a row. <laughs> yeah. Fucking he buried it twice in a row, but still that's a career long for him. You needed to like push it. And you, there was, yeah, you could have been way more efficient in that process. And no one seemed to be like all that, all that excited to be there. Well, just, yeah, that's just the general that, like, vibe I, that I got. Yeah. And it shows that exactly. And they're the kind of team that who used to be this team also, like maybe it was the Steelers, but it's like, they like timeouts are just free and they kind of are, but like you, you're going to need those at the end of the game. I remember like them burning one or something. Sometimes it's like, let's not overthink it. Sometimes it's better to take like a, like a delay of game for five yards and keep that timeout. Like if it's early, like in the second quarter, like take that delay of game, like wash your hands on this drive and be like, I need this timeout so much more valuable later. Yeah. Especially when the game is close. Right. You know what I mean? It's like no down and distance, no in the scenario, you know what I mean? And, and, and you can't be so trigger happy to to save it at all, at all costs. So I think it's interesting. Yeah. Vikings, Mike Zimmer, you're on the hot seat, sir. On the hot seat, dog shit, dude. When they, oh God, say that. when they had like all those false starts and holdings, I was just like, like in your head, you're just like, the refs hate this team. And I was like, but what if this team is just shitty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's on the table. Yeah. Maybe the refs actually don't hate this team. Maybe they are like just undisciplined. All right, let's fucking get out of that. All right, um, Steelers versus Bills. Uh, one of the bigger upsets yeah. this week. Steelers defense looks legit. Ben Roethlisberger, one last rodeo. Bills, like a AFC champ favorite right behind the Chiefs. Um, you still have the Bills? Like, is there a regression from Josh Allen? Or is this just like good defense, listen, overreact week one? I think this is two very good teams, right? Or two playoff teams, you know, to, to say the least. I don't know if it's necessarily a... a uh, regression from the bills but you know if anything the the Steelers D just might be incredibly good this year and they might win a lot of these games and and very like AFC um you know kind of north fashion right which is just low scoring possession games you know Josh Allen missed a couple throws but overall you know didn't hurt them in any one one situation um, you know, did lose a fumble, but, uh, you know, by and large, I think this is more of a credit to the Steelers D I think the Steelers D is legit. Yeah. But is that, can, can you still play football like that? Like, is this like, is for this the, a, for the Steelers? Well, I, I'm just like, is this a race for fourth place? Like you can do this for all the kind of middling teams, but if it's not going to win you a chip, like, can you beat the chiefs with a team like this? Like, can you beat the Bucks? Like, can you hang with, I mean, Saints is a little early on the radar, but it looks like right. they some points. Saint, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Saints and the Steelers might be exactly the same team. They might be very good, very good defensive teams, 
with you know well Jam- Jameson Jam- Jameson go up and over like I don't think Ben can anymore. This is true. Jameis will throw, but Jameis is also like through five fucking TDs on 140 yards and like 21, you know what I mean? Like every other pass was a TD. So let's not overreact to the five TDs and let's, let's look at it. He did have the one bomb. So I think he, his arm is a little bit more lively than say Ben Roethlisberger, but by and large, I think these two, the saints and the Steelers might be two of the very same, like composite of a team. The defenses are top notch. Saints are going to get fucking um, another cornerback here in a trade. I think Roby uh, as well. So Steelers D is is pretty good, and and their pass rush is pretty good, and make it going to make a lot of quarterbacks uncomfortable. Yeah, Steelers and Saints are going to have to overcome their quarterback issues a little bit. So there's two questions I want to ask about the Saints game, but we'll get to it since we'll hop over there. Maybe we'll just let this naturally run its course. If the Saints get to the NFC Championship, are there going to be whispers that like Drew Brees was holding Peyton back as a coach? Is that insane? No, I, it will be insane. I don't think okay. so. All you right, know what right. I mean? Because because uh, if they get to, well, the I mean, NFC like unlike I, I mean, unlike it's just Drew Brees' arm. Like we all saw it go shot, even though like I yeah. think he broke the in-season passing yards like three years ago. So so it was like six years ago. Something happened three years ago. Maybe there's, I think. Three years ago was career, but like career game, yards, game yeah. with like six, uh, six years ago, whatever, or seven years ago. But like, I, I don't know, this team seems to really open up. Like, I, Sean Payton must believe something like the fact that I think both you and I expect to see Taysom Hill a lot more out there. Yeah. Taysom and Hill, I, one of one for three yards. I saw, I was listening to another podcast. They say you're not supposed to couple questions together and you're sure shit not to ask like supposed to ask like three questions together which i do to you all the time so i did take a note i stopped in the store <laughs> this podcast is like i write it down so i'm only asking one question at a time uh so here's the question i really want to ask from that saints packers game is Aaron Rodgers trying to sink the ship to get the fuck out of there or is he just going to there's two questions all right my my real question is just like uh, is Aaron Rodgers going to treat this job nonchalant till he gets exactly what he wants and where he wants to be? First off, Brandana, don't ever change. I don't <laughs> care what they say out there. You fire away your questions. I like your stream of conscious where you just think through stuff. I mean, I pile them all I like love it. on a Sunday for sure. Yeah, I love it. I love it. First off, all right. here's the thing. Let's give you credit. Let's I used to ask you like four question ta- and a yeah. question and then you're just like, all right, well, I definitely got something to sink my teeth in on. <laughs> Right, like, right, right. but you got a lot of a lot to say and i like it and sometimes i can get verbose and you don't know when you're when, I, when i'm going to come up for air so you're like i got to get it out now <laughs> uh but here's the thing brandon let's let you just walk around just just dance around this thanks for this there's man. there's thanks a few there's a few things that you've been on early you know we'll talk about derrick henry we'll talk about uh you know you know solo eating at restaurants we'll talk about all these things <laughs> yeah when we yeah we have to eat a little like toilet sauce Go, yes, yeah exactly, right exactly. i'm a little early on that but yes i was like i was down i wasn't down aaron Rodgers out of man i wish the vikings had aaron Rodgers. i just thought he was a prick yeah but also too you've been talking about the curmudgeonly aaron Rodgers all season all off season i should say talking about the spiteful the guy that's gonna like you know who's gonna be an asshole just for asshole's sake who's yeah. going to maybe force retirement, who's going to be a Jeopardy, you know, uh, host, 
all these things you were on it. And you talked about the fact that he basically threw a season uh, to get Mike McCarthy out there. You've yeah. talked about all of these things time and time again. And here we are and all of our big name, uh, I guess, you know, opponents in the podcast sphere are out there. Now they're talking about this. <laughs> oh, look at this. Look at this potential conspiracy. Could, could this be the, 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 the Aaron Rodgers now just kind of, you know, playing slow, especially with his odd post-game conference. God damn it. Brandana, you've been here since day one, sir. Thanks look at that. you. Look Is at you. Me. Unlike you that you make the party against drink when you can't figure something out. I make him drink when I do figure it out. Drink everybody. Drink everybody. <laughs> On the nose. Tip him back, baby. Yeah. I, I, is there something? I don't that know. Performance was a, that performance was insane. Yes. I mean, that is like, that is uncharacteristic from a quarterback that's been in the league for what, like, was it 12 years? Seven. So he's been in the, he's been in the league for 17 years, I think. 17 years. Yeah. Tw- I mean, maybe 12 as a starter or 15. Drink everybody. Uh, drink twice. Um, but here's the thing is one of he was one of the only like three starting quarterbacks to not take a preseason snap. So you could say it's a little bit of the rust in that as well, too. Or it could just be a malcontent Aaron Rodgers who has fought against, hey, I'm not this, you know, you know, this sour puss when things don't go my way. I start to pout. Um, he could just be a little pouty and not getting his way and because the the whole post-game conference was bizarre to me you know what i mean it's like you you did did he disagree with the coach said or something yeah because because matt lafleur was like oh we were absolutely embarrassed this game and he was like i want to use the word embarrassed i mean yeah and he was like well that's his word i won't use that i mean that's you know we lost and there's there's that's why there's 17 of these it's like fuck you Fuck you. I know everyone's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. And I get it. Hey, audience, look right now. There's no bigger fans of the players than us. But yes. part of that yeah. means when, when, a, when a player is acting like a schmuck, we can call them yeah. out. Yes. Actually, there's no big it's, – it's not that we're a big fan of the players. We're a big fan of fairness. Yes. And so, like, when something's fucked up, like, we're going to call it out, like, on either side. And usually, I think it is – owners the league trying to take advantage of the players but sometimes it's just like this is i just don't know what to expect is he gonna really like submarine an entire team like people's fucking careers like get us trade him like what's your over under on packers games play from here on out yeah i mean week two will be week two is prime real estate if we're talking brand here's here's the thing like is he a glory hound did maybe he not prepare enough for this and is he going to, like, go completely, like, Aaron Rodgers crunch time for next week and then just blow the fucking – I actually have these down because we're going to talk about the brand and the gambling corner. Right. Well, he plays week. Detroit on Monday night. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. So there's no bigger – there's no fucking right. bigger stage. He loves to torture Detroit. Um, could this be just, like – yeah, to your point, yes. Could it just be Glory Hound Central? Uh, and could he just kind of been rusty and bad? I mean, we'll see. Yeah, he, game, he, game loves, he, loves, he loves his relaxed quote. Fuck a douchebag. Like he loves the R E L. And it's kind of like, it had like, you know, song two of that. It had, it had a little bit of just like that you, vibe press conference afterwards. Like we'll be hot, fine. Hot take question. What are your feelings on man buns? 
Oh, pass, 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 pass. Yeah, yeah. He's rocking a man bun. Yes, he's yes. rocking Gordon Gecko. Yeah. Reed is good. Slick back hair. Yeah, it's, the man it's a, bun. yeah, it's a little bit of just like, it's like you're trying to peacock that you go to like music festivals. Like, I don't know. Like, it's a yeah. little like. What's up? Are you a square that hosts Jeopardy or are you fucking doing <laughs> blow at Burning Man? Which one is it? You can't be in both lanes. Um, all right, Eagles Falcons. So this was my my embarrassment of the week um so a big thing is uh jalen hurst the real deal top 10 qb i don't know about top 10 qb okay but i i definitely think he's realer i think he's a starting quarterback i was i was down on jalen hurts uh you know he he had one season at oklahoma where he kind of was prolific in his passing um while he was a a quarterback at, at Alabama was really just kind of like a, a game manager and a running quarterback here in Philadelphia. We've seen a little bit of juice from Jalen hurts here and willing to go, you know, throw three touchdowns, I think like 270 yards, another 60 on the ground. Here's the one thing that I will say is, is Jalen hurts is a fucking winner and is, and is one of those guys that will that that football teams like that gravitate i'll never forget this quote from a general manager and i think it's so apropos with jalen hurts is he talked about like quarterback there's so much like obviously you've got all the measurables and the physicals and everything like that but what you can't measure is like between the ears which you certainly can't measure as like who's going to be a leader and he kind of talked about it in terms of like the keys test so it's like, let's say you've got a draft class and there's maybe five or six guys that are there and they're all going to pile in to go drive to the restaurant. Who's the guy that's going to be like, throw me the keys, I'm driving. And Jalen Hurts might be that guy. And that's I think, cool, yeah. and I think he's that guy to lead the Eagles. Now, did we learn anything in this Atlanta game about the Eagles team? I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a shitty defense. But yeah. it's a good point because it's like, also like you and I get back to this, like I'm, we, we root for the league. So yes. I didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to be good, but I do like good quarterbacks in a league I love. So I love, I love yes. stories. I mean, like that's how the Tom Brady story like started, right? It's just like someone like stepping up and just like, and we're hearing great things about like Mac Jones, like running laps with the offensive lineman and all that shit. Like I like these stories. So like yeah. and do succeed that shocked me. Like I was down to the Eagles. Like I had Eagles pegged us like bottom three, like win totals. What I saw yesterday, and Falcons do have a putrid defense, but he looked like somebody that was prepping for a season of football. Yeah. And he looked, he looked fucking good. He looked clocked in with his guys. And there wasn't really like, I, there wasn't like a lot of just like bonehead play. I saw more bonehead plays from Josh Allen than I did like Jalen yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is he's a smart guy. He's a winner. All he's ever done is win football games. And I, at Alabama thought, well, it's more system and the talent around them. And then in Oklahoma, it, well, it was really just kind of the talent or the system and, and a poor big 12 came in there, did some things towards the end of the season. But ultimately I think it was like one and three in his four games, but given a full off season, you know, Nick Sirianni, who had the great, like, we're going to make things simple. And first thing about making things simple is making it simple. <laughs> yeah. You know, the most complicated explanation on how to make things simple. Right. Like, right exactly. yeah. yeah. 
And he came in there and, you know, hey, in one game, he made things simple. And he made it really easy for and accented. The, the great Bill Belichick statement is, is, don't tell me what guys can't do. Tell me what they can do. And they figured out what Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense can do. Wait, so update me real fast. What was the, was the Alabama backfield or the Alabama QB situation for a while? It was two was subbed in for someone. So, 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 so Jalen Hurts was the starter as a true freshman starter. Right in, in that national championship game, he started that game, and yes. then okay, and then yeah. Tua came in, stopped in, yeah. and yeah. threw a fucking dart. <laughs> yeah, and then off the throw. bench, insane throw. Yeah, to Don, Devontae Smith. Ooh, great story. Devontae Smith first touchdown in Atlanta as a professional. That touchdown that Tua threw was to Devontae Smith in Atlanta in the national college football playoff game against Georgia. Tua threw that, and all the while sitting there fucking mac jones just hanging out there biding his time just fucking check 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 just waiting his time all he does is check and then finally gets his season uh as a starter with heisman Devonte smith lights it up gets drafted by the uh the patriots and now is the rookie starting quarterback i mean and and i mean let's not forget about fucking rugs judy waddle Devonte Smith, like Nick Saban can fucking recruit. College football might be borderline broken, to be honest. I know I don't watch a lot of it, but I dip my toe a little bit. Movies yeah. get more interesting, especially if they expand the playoff. But it's just like, like, and it's just it's so insane. Like, what do you have? Once you have like, uh, but twenty five percent of the first round going from like one college football team, you're just like, all right, maybe we mix this up a little bit. But here's the thing: not to get a, we're totally off off track. We're but totally not, off, totally off. But 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 give Nick Saban credit for getting not just five stars, but getting the right five stars consistently on a regular basis. There is a difference. What's, what's, I mean, what? Okay, I'll, I'll use the credit for that. Then what's the secret? I mean, the thing, I mean, the secret one is just like you're going to come to Alabama. So you're yeah. almost you're guaranteed to be national spotlight, probably competing for a chip. Mm-hmm. So obviously you have to build it to that. He did build it to that, whatever, like the uphill battle was. But like now, what what is he looking for in players or does he just like get them all? And he's just like all sub in and figure out through practice. Sure. I mean, Alvin, Alvin Kamara was there with Mark Ingram and Derek Henry. In the back at the same time, at the same time, <laughs> that's fucking insane. Camara transferred that, to that Tennessee. Feels, that feels like wasted talent. It's just right. like I'd rather watch these guys compete than like get but here's the, the thing is, is this is the point though. He gets them ready early on to in the old like you know, parlance of it's not it's not an it's not me, it's the team. It's not there's no I in team. He gets them to figure out there they compete on a daily basis at the highest level and the cream rises to the top and those that stay are the ones that are there i'm using a whole lot of platitudes no no no. i I mean i like it but it's just i think it's really funny like alva camara and derrick henry like competing for a job when both these guys are fucking nfl pro bowlers right it's just like cream rises to the top it's just like all right, well, I have like super amazing cream and then I have like really awesome cream. So who's <laughs> right. going to start this game? Right. And Kamara did transfer out to Tennessee and ultimately finished at Tennessee. But I mean, he just, he keeps recruiting. He gets guys to buy into the system and they learn like, look, like I might not be the guy right away, but I'm in a better system. And this turns out. So if I keep continue, if I, 
and this is what you need. This is the mentality that you need in the NFL is just like, if I continue to like put my nose down, do my work, do my best, like not worry about what the other guys are doing, just do worry about what I do and what I can control. You start to like lose your sort of ego uh, as a football player. And I think that's a very important to get rid of that pretty early. We've seen a lot of guys being so ego driven that they lose sight of uh, their, you know, what they mean in the, in the grand scheme of things. Sure. But I, I, just, I think it's cheapening something on some level. Like if you have like 10 amazing bartenders, but like your bar will only fit like two people behind it. It's just like these eight, like let's send these eight people over to other bars. So like everyone can enjoy this experience of just like what these bartenders. Can sure. Do. But, but Nick Saban isn't, he doesn't own eight bars. <laughs> he owns one bar and he wants, and he's fucking cocktailing out every night. <laughs> Great. I mean, you did shoot that analogy in the foot. Great. All right, we got time to talk about one more game. I'm going to give you the choice of three. And you say what you want to talk about. Uh, we can do Browns Chiefs. We can do Cardinals Titans. We can do Chargers football team. Got to be Browns Chiefs. Browns Chiefs. Okay. Um, so Baker Mayfield came off a little frustrated right now. Uh, do you still have the Browns seated? as a team that can make a deep run in the playoffs on the AFC side. Yes. Yes. Uh, for a couple reasons, first and foremost, I love what Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, former offensive coordinator of Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I love what he did. Yeah. Yeah. I love what he did in that game. I thought he was super aggressive. Yeah. They're poised. They're poised. I think we had a bad fumble by Chubb, the punter, I mean, that, that was really the turning point. The, the punter miffing the fucking like snap was, was uh, you couldn't, you can't survive that. Uh, and the Baker Mayfield INT, you know, he was being dragged down. I think that that's a, you know, a what, but I, I really love the aggressiveness. I thought they came out. I thought they gave their best effort on it. I still think that they're, I think they're one of the best because they, you know, they, they, had they not had a couple bonehead mistakes, they win this game. I, I really believe they win this game against the Chiefs. Yeah, it's weird. Like, here's a problem with um, not the problem, but like a, a hats off and why you'd be frustrated. It's just like, I think we're looking at one thing for the Browns. Like, the Chiefs are the best team in football. Yeah. I mean, like, they just, they are, especially when we want to see if they bones up the offensive line a little bit. It seems like it's working at least close enough. They did get behind Chiefs notorious for like a slow start in the season but like a home game it's going to be really hard if not the most difficult thing to walk an arrowhead and win a game and they did like start slow but like Tyree kill kelsey mahomes has been said a million times but it's just like when they're driving down it's going to be really tough to start to stop so just be able to hang with the chiefs and it felt like the browns weren't even hang with the chiefs like they kind of control the game for a little bit yeah they could they control that first half without a doubt yeah it's just like i it's gonna take a little bit i mean like they say there's no like there's no healthy loss there's no just like oh like this is we we learned something from this but i know i I think the browns established themselves that like second tier like afc championship game like it wouldn't be surprising to see the browns get to the super no, and it wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised surprised to see Browns Chiefs, depending on how that seating all works out. But like them be the one two seed in the AFC, I wouldn't be surprised to see them coming in and meeting in the championship game, the AFC championship game again. Like I, I think like I I was really impressed with how good they were. 
they had a couple and I, I could totally see Mayfield being super frustrated about that second half because it was so close. They had it. It was yeah. right there and they it let is. it slip away. And I think like the defense will start to gel a little bit more, but I mean, here's the thing is we, we made a lot of talk and you mentioned it earlier about the chiefs offensive line and they, they improved. They got Trey Smith who is a guard and, and Creed Humphrey and they traded for Orlando Brown. Well, they were 23 carries for 73 yards for 3.2 yards. Uh, Clyde Edwards, Alar 3.1 yards per carry. Um, the only rush, not great, not great, you know, and I get it, you know, they're, they're, but they, you can't be so one dimensional in the passing game. You need a little something to keep you honest. Cause can, I, can you not be, I don't well, like, I don't think you, I don't think you can thing? be against a team like the Steelers, right. Where it's a good defense where they can, That'll they can rush for, they can rush for and get to the quarterback. And they're like, oh, well, we made all these, we got Orlando Brown. Well, the biggest knock that I had on Orlando Brown was, is that you went from the lowest percentage passing team in the Ravens in the league to the highest percentage passing team at left tackle, where they moved him from right tackle at Baltimore to left tackle. Yeah, it was a pro bowler, but the opportunities, you know, for him to, uh, you know, give up sacks and give up you know, QB pressures weren't there in his 47 career starts. He gave up the second highest in game one with the chiefs, the second highest number of QB pressures in his career at five gave up another sack to miles Garrett towards the end there. So I'm not trying to knock the chiefs here, but I'm also just saying like, yeah, if, if you got the beef up front, you better be moving the ball better at 3.1 or 3.2 yards per carry to make it, so you can so Patrick Mahomes can be unstoppable because the fucking were him sprinting out to his to his right and throwing to his left to, to Tyreek. Hell yeah! I mean, an amazing you know, throw. Like, and- I mean, that's I like it's, it's legit. And not to interrupt you, sorry. Yeah, you're good. But it's like, but it's like that throw. Like you're watching all highlights, all, and I'm always looking for that throw. And yeah. Mahomes is the only one I'm seeing like really executing it. He's the and only I- one on the planet that can. Yeah, it's, you, it's but but that's crazy. not but that's not a like let's rely on this Beatable. and get yeah, to the, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying sure. eventually you're gonna get caught or it's just gonna be incomplete well yeah and it'll win you week six games yeah but it's not gonna win you like that that championship like that Super Bowl game because just like people are gonna be like hip to it yes yeah. do it so I mean what what is it that wins you. I think we're gonna skip that inbox, which sucks because I think I'd be really excited about the inbox. And Fuck it, let's just go. Let's just pot all night, baby. Oh, let's pot all night. So, what is, is it that wins the football game? Is it like the like the quarterback that wants to stay in the pocket that can throw across his body when he rolls out? Is it like like just lockdown cornerbacks that make the like other like how's the chess match work in your mind? Like, what is the number one like power move? Well, the well the chiefs have the number one power move and that's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he literally can do whatever he wants out there. And there's such great freedom in that, but also too, like it's, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. That's good. I want you to finish. Let me put this real fast. He doesn't seem to force it ego wise. Like we see from like a Brad Favre where it's just like, Oh, I got to show like how I can throw this in like such a tight fucking window. Like he's still like, still a gamer like in the i don't mean gamer that but still like the 
know, want to win the football game, do the best for the team and seems to make like decent decisions. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's, he makes great decisions. I mean, he, you know, and it's clear in his choices that he, he can be there. I mean, he, he'll, he'll, he has the right amount of gambler as opposed to Brett Favre, which is like, I'm just going to gamble on a fucking throw it. Let's see what happens. But he, he's also like uniquely mobile and like a Russell Wilson where it's like, he's not fast, but he's not, not fast. You know what I mean? It's like, he can move around the pocket. Wants to escape, but still like running is like third priority. Yes. He keeps the play alive for sure. And Brett Favre didn't have that. Aaron Rodgers has a little bit of that. Russell Williams has a lot of that, but Russell Williams does not have the arm that that can, you know, absolve sins of, of decision-making. And, and and Mahomes has that. Mahomes can just, he can sit there and go, you know, he fuck also, it. He also has, he has to have a vision of, I assume this, of just the current of yes. defenders, how they work. Like, yeah. They're spread. I'm rolling this way, so they're kind of spreading, and they can like he can kind of in a split second figure out like what it takes for them to like correct and change their direction. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a little bit of just him knowing like the momentum of human body, and we're making it way. I'm making it way too complex. I don't mean no, no, no. You're not. You're not at all. You're but but that's like when he throws across his body, like he kind of knows, like because you watch it before he releases, and it'll be dudes right there. But I think he has to know it's just like their momentum of where, like how he sees their hips or whatever, like how they're moving. It's just like, oh, by the time like this floats over their head, like they're not going to have time to correct. Yeah. What you're talking to is the Wayne Gretzky effect, right? Which is seeing the one pass ahead, which is where Wayne Gretzky in a, in a fluid current, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, just bodies everywhere on skates moving so fast he can look at everything and see it and see not just where they are but where they will be in the next you know and where they iteration. can't and where they can't be where, where they, they can't be, be. exactly yeah. yes and these are those things where patrick mahomes sees it lebron saw it gretzky sees it you know you know we're watching that level of like iq from a quarterback so you don't get any better than that. And then you add the arm talent and the ability to make throws on different platforms and running. I mean, how many times have we seen like the touchdown run that he had where he kept backing up and then he cuts to his right runs up. Then everyone's panicked. He literally has the defense panicked as he's running. Cause he's keeping his head up. He pumps guys bite on it. He dips in slides in and is literally untouched. That is like, I see the guy coming at me. I'm going to wait till he gets to this step here. I'm now going to make my cut. He's going to be gone. He won't be able to catch me. I'm going to pump and I'm going to see that angle come through. That's that, that's that ability to see where everyone goes. And he does it on a, on a regular basis on multiple plays, not just that type of play. Absolutely. I, I'm going to take a little, a little salt off your fire on that one, just because I do think that play was quarterback close to the sideline. I think he's walking out of bounds. I don't know when I can hit him when I can't. Like it is like a weird little weird sure. gray area that he takes advantage of the NFL. That that's yeah, the, the, oh for <laughs> sure. Yes, absolutely. Yes. In 1985, you know, the old heads that are gonna argue the same way that you know they do in, in NBA basketball. World men, bro, world men. Yeah, old. exactly. He's gonna fucking forearm shiver and he's gonna get his head caved in like uh Jim McMahon. <laughs> Um, all right, bro, let's jump into the inbox. We're going to do this. Um, all right, NBA Jam question. 
All right, this is from emailer of the year. Keeps firing them off. Hopefully, we'll have them on the podcast next week. We'll be on the podcast. We're locked in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, the last version of NBA Jam came out in 2011. If they created a new 2021 version, what would be the new updated 2021 rosters for each team? Only rule is there cannot be repeat players. Now we get that. And for bonus 10 Mabby dollars, call them bucks, they're dollars. Uh, can most awesome name those three missing franchises in less than one minute? Your clock starts now. What's the three new franchises? Three new franchises that would be in NBA Jam 2021 that weren't in NBA Jam 2011. Uh, the Hornets, the short, well, they were the Bobcats before the Charlotte Bobcats. Uh, no, because I think they're counting that that Charlotte team was still a Charlotte team. Charlotte team. So there weren't three teams in 2011 that were in 2021? Correct. Uh, the Vancouver Grizzlies, which was now the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies, you got one. Uh, 30 the, seconds left. Oh, shit. Team that didn't have a franchise, 15 seconds. Oh, shit. Uh, 2011. Oh, man, I don't know. It's a good one. Uh, oh, nice. Well, you got them. Take your drink. Uh, yeah. New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans. Oh, but I was thinking the Jazz. If because the Bobcats were there, thinking the Hornets, I thought the Jazz would have been. Uh, no, I guess it's Utah. Uh, that was yeah. dumb. The Pelicans. Good call. Toronto Raptors. God damn it! I knew it. You didn't know that. You're too smart. Here's the thing, because I was I thinking, because I was like, there was. Do you want to make you? Oh, we can make you do the question right really fast. You want me to edit this? No, 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 never, <laughs> never at it. Because here's the thing I was thinking because Vancouver was the expansion team. They dry, they drafted Bryant Reeves out of Oklahoma State with their pick in their first round. There was another team that came in at that same time was the Toronto Raptors who uh, drafted Damon Stoudemire in that same year. Son of a bitch. Okay, I got the original, original 27. If you want to guess what these, that would be really fun. If you want to guess what they were in 2011, this has to almost be a separate pod then, because this is going to this is going to take like 40 minutes. If you oh, guess, what the players were in 2011? Guess, guess yeah, let's save that because well, okay. you know, yeah, let's save well, that. Okay, so okay, we'll save it. So you, I, I want you to guess the two, and don't do research. You won't, but you'll yeah. guess the two players in 2011, and then uh, assign what the emailer wants us to do. It'll be good because I think we're gonna have being on next week. So yeah. and we'll assign what two players you think it should be today and 20 today today yeah today will be a lot easier i'm gonna have to really man going to going a decade back is really gonna scratch my fucking noodle right there golly don't cheat don't cheat no cheating yeah cheater he's a he's a man of integrity um all right neapolitan showdown bring us to the jam so let's leave it alone because we can't see eye to eye there ain't no good guy Worst breads. Worst breads. Give me that bread. <laughs> what free bread you got? You got a bread for the table? We talk about free bread. Oh man, bread for the table. 
Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll do this right now. I don't know if either one of these are on your list, but I just want to. Okay, number one, I'll say toast sucks. I say toast sucks. Toast is boring. Toast is unoriginal. It's just like, what are we doing this morning? It's just like, I don't have any ideas. So I'm going to take this piece of bread, the most boring thing on earth, and I'm just going to heat it up. And then, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing worse than when you go out to breakfast and they're like, what kind of toast would you like? And you're like, I don't know. I say no toast. I just like, call. People, people get too obsessed. It's just like, oh, it's free. I should have it. It's just like, I don't need toast here. I don't need toast. I just don't need any bread. I'm yeah, fine. I'm in I'm in the free camp because I can't turn down a free food whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, are you better? I mean, like, then chop off 65 cents. Make me feel good. <laughs> what kind of bread do I want? I want my money's worth bread. That's what I want. <laughs> right, exactly. What's the most expensive bread? I'll take as many slices as Exactly. Is it Texas toast? You have that? You don't? No. Uh, but I feel like toast. I'm getting chintz out of this. Uh, I worked at a this is a fun fact. I can't believe you're kind of scratching that memory. So I worked, my first job was at a Dairy Queen and one of their, I really think this is a true story. One of the places was like uh, the chicken strip basket and Dairy Queen has a very nice, very choice chicken strip basket. Like mm. it has the white gravy, the mashed potatoes, like the full thing. Oh, wow. And I remember you would get money off if you didn't wear the Texas toast. So I'd bring in a look. I mean, it was like 16, I think. I brought in a loaf of Texas toast and they would just like pop it myself back there and throw it on there. Be like, don't worry about charging me Texas toast. Brought my own. We both like smoking deals. Didn't never thought about that until right now. I brought in my own Texas toast. To my dairy oh man. Gone. You're like, look, I'm not going to play. Save I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to pay markup prices. MSRP. No. <laughs> fucking Texas toast. Texas toast off yeah. my ass right now. Fuck that noise. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, right. so my three spot, I have uh, a get, which I did. I did. So for this one, usually I try to just go off the dome. I did look up breads because it's like there's a lot of breads. I don't want to yeah. fuck this up because I kind of hate bread. So it's like uh, I want to figure out a get, and a get is defined. Actually, took a picture of what it's defined as, but it's like a uh, it's like an Italian egg bread. Okay. And I was like, that's because uh, you know how I hate eggs. You don't. Yeah, you're not into eggs because I knew I almost said the only good, the only redeeming quality of getting eggs with your breakfast is when or toast with your breakfast. You get like an omelet or scrambled eggs. You make yourself a little, 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 you know, messenger, a little conduit to, to bring it to my mouth. That's fine. If you said the word sop, when someone's just like, I got to sop up with my bread. Oh, the yolk. Sop, I'm going to vomit. Oof. Oof. I'm All right. I won't do that. Thank you. Spherical pancake or ball waffle waffle popular in Hong Kong. And um, the food item is also referred to as an egg puff, egg waffle, puffle, or by its Cantonese name, Gai Din Jai. It's made from eggs, sugar, flour, and light evaporated milk. Uh, that's my number three. A strong pass on worst breads. Oh, my goodness. Um that is a tough one yes and i um well you're pro bread though you're pro bread right you like a little bread just yes. have it. yeah yeah this is body by bread <laughs> good all right um i got i don't think i've ever had this bread so but here's the thing is and when you said egg bread i was thinking egg bagel which is a delicious bagel what i don't... you know what I, what I actually thought of is just like i thought about I don't know if you've had someone try to make you French toast, 
but yeah, they forgot yeah. how to do it. So it's just kind of like egged, baked on top of a piece of bread. Yes, this is a gr- this is a great point. This is someone close to my family, not not my immediate family, but someone I know that has made French toast for the kids and doesn't like soak the bread in the French toast in. And literally they're getting like a fucking egg yolk on there. And they're like, what is this mess? This is horrible. You want me to put syrup on this? What is this? Yeah, it's awful. Um, my number three, Subway Subbread. I know you, I know you like Subway. I do. Uh, well, I mean, be specific. Like all of them? All of them. Yes. All oh, of them. Wow, are garbage. Okay. Yeah. They, right. Their bread stinks. Give me Jimmy John's bread over Subway sub sure, bread. Yeah. Jimmy John's just like, yeah. If we're, if we're doing like uh, what Jer- the Jersey bros, like now we're talking. Yes. The- Jersey yeah. Mike's Jersey bro. All the Jersey guys. Yes. All those breads are superior to the schlock that Subway has. Isn't there a weird thing about like, like uh Subway bread where it's like, can't be counted as bread or something that's become as like a dessert. I don't know what all those rules are. Do you remember yeah. like, that thing floating around? And there was, there, see, this is the thing is Subway bread has been a lot a much controversy. Like some, sure. some chick was like talking about it has the same chemicals as like, sorry, same cut. You're like, edit that out. <laughs> nope. Save nope, it. Save it. Some, some dumb bitch. I know it's Monday night. <laughs> it's Monday night now. I ain't got time to edit it. Yeah, all. Exactly. All going no. Some 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 woman. She was like the fucking sugar lady. She had a website blog. And she was talking some bullshit that like subway bread is the same com- uh, composition as yoga mats or something 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 that, right? So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is like which is insane. But still, you know, you can't have good bread if you're you're <laughs> under that gun. Yeah, it's something like you can put the subway bread through like a wash and dry cycle and it'll come out the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah some weird fact like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, yeah, that's, that's, that's fair there. But, uh, so are you, if the family's traveling, do you, you never hit a subway subway sandwich is just like a don't go. No, we'll definitely do like a Jimmy John's or like we were just traveling and like, we'll, we'll go to like, I uh, guess nowadays you can find that. Like, but sometimes I think about like, we travel on the road, like it's those same three options over and over. It's like McDonald's, Wendy's, Subway. Like if you don't want to pull off and actually go into a restaurant. So I don't know if you ever get like jammed up like that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll probably go, you know, like we'll, we'll probably go like to the Mickey D's maybe not dr misses the commission i but like the kids is always easy like they're always good for chicken nuggets and fries like that's always gonna be a winner you know what i'm saying so we can get that pretty much anywhere nice fuck subway yeah fuck them i'm with you all right uh number two a uh, raisin bread i you know what i always i already don't mix sweet and salty i don't do that we all know yeah. that yeah Tale as old as 184 episodes. If you're the first way I recorded this, tale as old as 178 episodes. Like time flies when you when you're making pod. Uh, I just like I, I just don't really see the purpose for it. Like it seems like oh this is a great idea and it's just like what are we doing here? Like are we just eating raisin toast? Yeah. This into a sandwich, which is worse because it's like I don't want to do like a ham sandwich on like raisin bread. It's just like keep keep all the shit separate. Yeah, raisin bread only a dessert bread. I don't like raisin bread because I don't like the raisins in it. Right? I like <laughs> right. Those... I don't like raisins. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't like raisins. Someone called it like it's fucking uh, weird. Like ball kick bread. It's just like no, I don't like half of these things that you're mentioning right here. Yeah, right. <laughs> ball kick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think. I think you said Baltic for a second. I no, was no, like, ball kick bread. What's I the matter with like... the C, bro? You don't like the C? <laughs> you're into C. Different uh, Baltic Avenue. You're not. You're not done with it. 
Um, yes, raisin bread is gross because you can only do oh. raisin bread one way, which is toasted with a little bit of butter. That's the only way that you can do that. And then what are we doing now? Give me the vastly superior cinnamon bread, which the exactly. kids get all I mean, the time. Like now, yeah, we're going to dessert mode. If we're in dessert mode, like don't give me like fruit and bread. Yeah. Give me yeah. like some ice cream. Like let's go. If we're doing, if we're going to, sure. let's go the way. Give me a chocolate chip muffin. If we're going to do this, fucking let's do it. Up, if we're sugaring it up, like let's no, yeah, this, yeah. this seems like a very good call. A gigantic waste of time. Yeah um very good very good call my number two i'm gonna go with a pumpernickel pumpernickel is fucking gross so i have this i have this on my list i want to ask you this and i didn't bring it up earlier because it's on my constellation because i didn't quite know what's the difference between pumpernickel and rye i don't think i'm hit to this like i get rise on a reuben i get all rise on a reuben yeah i swirly it's it's definitely like it's it's slightly i think it's it's closer to like your bitter taste it's like yeah. a fernet of breads like if you had to make alcohol and breads like it'd be like bitter but like it's pumpernickel like bitter it just tastes like pumpkin it's earthier it's a little bit more grainier because rye has like the little like seeds in it right pumpernickel is like that dark bread that's kind of almost spongy if you will and pumpernickel german bread it kind of has like a earthy brown just gross with like a little like it feels like <laughs> seeds in it here's the thing that i found just reading because i was like i want i need to make sure that i know that i'm looking exactly to right. your point what's what's rye what's pumpernickel yeah right? yeah rye on a reuben is fantastic it's great it's great sandwich you go you live in new york you can have many a a, a delicatessen rice pumper or rye roast beef sandwiches Pastrami. I don't know any I don't, pastrami. Excuse me. Excuse me. I don't know many sandwiches that go with pumpernickel. I don't know the need for pumpernickel. Then yeah. I was looking. I was like, it is a German bread. And did you know that the word pumpern, P-U-M-P-E-R-N, in German means fart or flatulence, and nickel was often was short for Nicholas, which was like a a German kind of slang for devil or Satan. So loosely Fart-o? translated devil's fart pumpernickel <laughs> fuck that shit bread i mean you're i mean you're borderline gonna win in me all of that like because you know i hate even talking about farts and you made me laugh when you said uh-huh. fart in the world it's like devil fart like who's pro devil like <laughs> no one's pro devil right. and certainly no one's pro devil farts all right gross Okay, I'm um, gonna last one. I'm gonna do. I don't even count this as a bread because it's kind of like more of a style. Maybe I don't. Biscotti. Ooh. Yeah, here's the thing. Too crum, too crunchy. Would you, if you need a sidekick to like, it, it almost goes into, you know, what we're talking about the bread. If you need a sidekick for this bread to be editable, like it's a pass. Yeah. No one gets a biscotti just like, oh, like I'm gonna like gnaw on it, like it's a fucking like tree branch which basically we have to do is just like i'm gonna dip my i like to dip my coffee i'm dipping my coffee it's just like all right well this bread doesn't succeed without a sidekick yeah, yeah right yeah 100 and also can we just mention dipping stuff in coffee is fucking disgusting it's gross i don't get it it's just like the you remember the dunk little debbie's dunkin sticks we probably talked about this yes it's just like let's dunk this in coffee it's like what are you talking that's your drink quit yeah. putting food in your drink yes it's, it's fucking nuts <laughs> yeah you wash the food down 
with the drink. You do not combine them. Yes, this is you're 100 percent right. The people that take the Krispy Kreme donuts or the fucking donuts and then dunk it's, it in there. I don't it's think I disgusting. I call bullshit. I don't think anybody likes it. I think just like other oh, people doing this or oh, this makes me interesting. Like, no, it makes you gross. Yeah, exactly. And it makes your fucking coffee cups uh fucking shit pile in the bottom. Because yeah, all those little flakes could fall off. Oh my god, it's like the people that drink the milk after they eat the cereal. Oh my god, those people. Oh, all right. Well, now we're going to bridge too far, Brandana. Oh, you yeah, I don't I, I don't waste food. I don't waste food. Waste of food's fine. We can talk about this for a while. Waste of food's fine. It doesn't change anything. I'm full. I don't need to eat all of this. I'm done eating. Death, death. No, you're not full. Death, no, you're not full. First death, off, death. you poured yourself a bowl of milk and cereal. And I'll be goddamn if you're gonna waste that luscious, sugary I drink. Poured, I gross. I poured something to make my cereal softer, and then that's just the remnants. It's like filtering out coffee like i don't drink the coffee grinds it's like sometimes there is something there to be a pilot to God get damn. like what the meal i need oh you stunned <laughs> me you hit your body shot at me on that one took me to a new i'm like god the fucking coffee <laughs> all right what's your number one let's go number one beautiful uh i don't know if you've ever experienced this i don't think you went to dinner remember when you, we lived at the, or you lived at the frat and there was little Ethiopia just right, right down the bend there, right? Yeah. Little Ethiopia. We did not go to little Ethiopia together. We did not. Okay. So there's a restaurant that we went there. I think with some of the members of the frat, I couldn't remember if you were there. I definitely remember. Is it Carl Jr. side or the other side? I don't remember. I think it was Carl Jr. South, but south of Carl's Jr. Yeah. Right? For sure. yes, yeah. Right. Between the 7-Eleven and Carl's Jr. On right, that right. Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's a little restaurant there. We went there and we sat down probably six or seven of us friend of the podcast uh super dave was there with his lovely wife uh who cannot who has an allergy to garlic which is totally fine no big deal but apparently everything in in ethiopian food is based <laughs> in garlic. garlic so we got a lot of stuff without garlic which is fine it was it was it was interesting to say the least but everything was big family style sharing everyone sits around a circular table and you use this bread, which is called injera. Injera, I might be mispronouncing it, but it is a spongy gray bread that you literally like tear pieces off and then use it to scoop food, like, you know, like a, a version of their pulled pork or pulled chicken, all this other stuff, scoop it up there and, and shovel it in your mouth. And the consistency of this injera is so gross it's like it's like it's not a pancake it's definitely not a crepe but it's spongy and absorbent it's gross it was really disgusting that's, I I, I, that's, like it. that's a good point like wet bread and there's some breads that are designed to be wet but it's still like yeah nothing i've thrown away sandwiches like you'll get a sandwich or like there'll be a box lot uh sandwich on set and like they put something on it, like they put like olive oil or whatever, and it seeps the bread, and the bread's like, or like a Limp. burger on a bun, and it's like the burger is just kind of like leaked all its grease, and, and the and the bun's like, I cannot eat fucking like soggy bread. I just like it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. You have to have the right because you got to have a little bit of a heft to it. But if it gets limp and soft, yeah, that's it's when a, it gets gross. Like bread, it's like a handle. Or it's yeah. just like, it's an edible serving device. I, I'm going to give you the W on this for two things. Yeah. Um, devil fart. 
Yes. I mean, there's not a lot of times you're going to get me to high five that. And then you hit on something that I don't actually like at all, which is um, when people haven't thought through like the soggy bread, it's just like, yeah, it's just wet bread and you eat it. Like just right now picturing people like kind of dipping. And this is all because, you know, like I'm a little germaphobe, like the idea of everyone kind of dipping into like a main pot and just like, like, like just juice dripping on their face and they're like kind of eating the bread it's just like i we're simpatico this would have been your nightmare so i'm i'm, yeah. I'm almost ashamed that i didn't remember that you were there because i this was literally my nightmare because i was I like this, probably this is what we're doing this, the, we all have to order for the table and we all have to eat like this dr mrs the commish was like you know like foot underneath the table level like <laughs> you're all right like, just be fine we're trying to enjoy meal with our friends they don't need to know that you're a total psychopath right now uh, all right, guys, we're gonna hit that Neapolitan. Uh, I know we did that. We're gonna hit the next week. We should have to drop it. We're gonna reach out to him, but we will do the inbox NBA Jam teams, and we're gonna make the most awesome guests. We'll give. He's a man of work. He is not gonna look. He will guess what the 2011 lineups were on NBA Jam, and then we'll get our 2021 who they should be. So we'll let you on that. We'll do Brandon Gamley Corner real quick. Let us hear that tune. <laughs> Um, so here, here's the thing. Uh, overreaction to week one lines. I'm just going to talk about four quick games. I'll go through games. If there's anything that piques your interest most awesome, you let me know. But this is uh, this is the Sharps. They usually say this is time to get them the money because there's a lot of things overreacting. So I, I'm going to run through the lines real quick with what they are now so you can chew on see if there's anything sticking out. Uh, Denver Broncos minus six at Jacksonville. San Francisco 49ers minus three and a half at Eagles. Buffalo Bills, minus three and a half at Dolphins. Patriots, minus five at Jets. Texans, getting 11 and a half at Cleveland. New Orleans Saints, minus three at Panthers. Atlanta Falcons, getting 13 and a half at Tampa Bay. Minnesota Vikings, getting four at the Cardinals. Tennessee Titans, getting five and a half at the Seahawks. Dallas Cowboys, get two and a half at the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I'll, I'll go through mine real fast. Uh, so there's three. These are not my official bets to 65%, which I promised you guys this year. And right now we are at 33%, me going one and two last week. But uh, just off the tip, I really, I, here's what we need to do is we need to look at teams that did perform, not like we thought they would, but like something went a little awry. So let's make some cash at it. I do. I want to do Buffalo Bills minus three and a half of Miami Dolphins. I think people are a little sour on the Bills going up against uh, defense that could be top three in the league, which was when they played the Steelers uh, at home. They're going to the Dolphins, which are a fine team, but I still believe in those. So I think that's a little, you know, I don't like doing road favorites on Buffalo Bills three and a half. What do you think about that, bro? Yeah, I think that's interesting because I because we didn't really learn a lot from the Dolphins in that game. We know defensively they're going to be stout, but they're going against a rookie quarterback. And the Patriots the, might not be that good. Like everybody yeah. just likes the Patriots on paper, like they're second tier America's Saint, but 
right you know of what was it like 17 to 16 victory or 17 13 you know it's like are they you know the bills have a good offense i don't know if the dolphins have a good enough defense as the steelers do so three and a half on the road maybe with the bills a little something to prove after dropping you know their first game out of the gates yeah i I think that might be interesting i like that okay my other one i highlighted again these are not the official picks if you want the official picks go to instagram Map sports relax uh i know i highlighted this because i'm just so dumb but atlanta falcons at tampa buccaneers give me atlanta 13 and a half that's a lot of fucking points bro man well, probably, two yeah, tds yeah. i i know you're probably not gonna yeah two tds you're probably not gonna like it though because it's like tampa bay does have i mean basically you know they had all offseason prayer for the Cowboys, and then they have yeah. the extra three days to prepare for this Falcons team, which looks pretty inept at offense. Yeah, that's the thing is, is Arthur Smith is game one out, didn't look great. The defense looks like shit. Um, oh, did I lose you there for a second, B? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, ooh, I don't know. It's a lot of points, and Tampa Bay's at home, right? They are, yes. Um, man, I don't know. I think that that is, I don't know. I would stay away from that one. It's a lot of points. Maybe if you could put it in a, in a teaser, right? Maybe that uh, you could yeah, tease, I mean, tease I guess it down. Yeah, yeah, tease and take the bucks, right? Yeah, exactly. Because I was saying I like the Falcons. I know you like the Falcons to cover the, the, the to not lose by 14 points. But I just don't know. I mean, Tampa Bay's offense looked pretty good uh, against, I think, a better Cowboys team. Um, and I think their, I think their defense, oof, that offensive line is is not good for the Falcons. So I don't know, man. I think it's going to be that's one that's it. It feels good on paper, but man, is it? I think you could be right. Could be that overreaction. Uh, that one's one to monitor because I don't know. I I feel that's shaky. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, that's just like that's a lot of fucking points in an NFL football game. But I understand. Okay, so my last one, and I want you to get in a couple you feel good about. But my last one is uh, Tennessee Titans at Seattle Seahawks. Seattle covering five and a half. I think that number should be higher. I mean, Tennessee Titans like not known for their defense. Their offense isn't like legit sus. They're not at that level if we want to talk like some people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, – Russell Wilson plays really well in, like, September and October. Like, he just does. Like, he always goes, like, when he's healthy, when he's spry, like, he's always kind of making a run. Like, I like his attitude. I like what he can do with his team. Like, I don't think they exercised all their weapons last week. Titans, uh, I, I don't think they're paper champions. But uh, – a lot of success relied on the shoulders of Derrick Henry and like what he could do. Like we look at a lot of the games, like we look at a lot of the games that Titans have won. It's usually with Derrick Henry at like two touchdowns or higher. Yeah. So it's like, if Seahawks can a little while, like I just, I like Russell Wilson. I, I like the spot he's in right now. This little spotlight, not on him can make a little run. I've just, uh, I don't think it's quite high enough. What was or, the spread on this again? Five, it was five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a touchdown. Yeah, they win by a touchdown. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah I think so, and, and and I think that that's a good solid bet, especially considering like they would the Seahawks went against the Colts. The Colts were designed all last year and this year still 
to like not give up any big plays. And they give up big plays this game. They're gonna they're gonna fucking cook again. The, you know, I don't know if they're gonna be a Super Bowl team, but they're gonna fucking cook. You know what I mean? And I like five and a half early on uh at home. Yeah, give me that. That's a touchdown victory. If, yeah, if it's, I mean, it's just it's a little low, it's a little low. Yeah, exactly. Um you had what was it, Saints minus three at the Panthers? Uh we got uh saints panthers yeah saints minus three on the road at the panthers yeah i know you don't like yeah i i like that because i think we didn't learn anything from the panthers right in this game against the jets well i mean we learned they can't be the jets i mean they can be the jets but it's (laughs) like they can't smoke the jets they can't smoke the jets right yeah so it it kind of like i think we saw the jets were dog shit and we also saw like the uh the Panthers couldn't establish themselves as like a, I mean, because honestly, like the way that Jets team looked, the Panthers sh- should win that game like 28 to 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I, you know, Green Bay, I know, you know, we talked a lot about Aaron Rodgers, but their defense is still pretty solid. They have definitely like Pro Bowl level or above average cornerbacks. And, you know, they were still able to kind of just control the pace of the game. Uh three on the road again i think this is you know even if it's 17 to or 24 to 10 or 24 17 yeah. like i think it, this is a win here's, here's my concern uh i i still like slightly like sam darnold here's my thing like james is gonna have a game where he throws more intercepting touchdowns like, this I'll is bet, true i'll build my house on it so we just don't know that's what makes it hard to gamble on the saints is because yes. we don't know when that game's gonna show up like if it's this game like you look silly, so you would like the points, but I agree. Also, like they could, they could torch these Panthers. They they could torch them. Now, here's the thing: is is Sean Payton going to control Jameis's turnovers? Oh, okay. Right? Okay, that's funny. He, you he know, throws two IATs and you just throw like um, Taysom Hill back in. Yeah, yeah potentially man. could even okay. after the first one. But they also in this in that in that Packers game, it wasn't you know he threw five touchdowns. He only threw like 21 passes. Yeah, so that's, not a, great, the, they, that's not a great sign. Like, I yeah. mean, like they ran the ball like 40 times. Sure. I, that game script works out perfectly. And especially like if you flip this, we would be like, all right, this game script probably happens against the Panthers, but they won't be able to get away without the Packers. It's kind of flipped that now because it's like they did get away with it with the Packers because I think your defense was that good. I mean, let's go back to this Packers like Saints game. Was it like Saints D on fire, or did Aaron Rodgers not want to be there? This is this is chicken or the egg. Yeah, this is chicken or the egg. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For you sure. know, it's totally it's hard to tell. This is the overreaction, but I think this is that overreaction of everyone's going, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers yes. is it, That's what not giving for. maybe credit for the Saints D, which had been good, and the reason yeah. why they were winning last year with." Drew Brees with a soft fucking noodle arm. Yep, great point. You know, so I I I like that minus three. Nothing else jumped off the. You said San Francisco minus three and a half at the Eagles. I I really wanted to to hammer that, but then they got the injury bug, and they might not be a very good team. Could you go? Could you take the Eagles plus three and a half? Is this crazy? I think, I mean, I think so. Like, so everything we knew walking into the season was like Atlanta's defense was nothing they're hanging their hat on. And I'm, right. and I'm, and, yeah, and I'm not saying like the, uh, the, in the 49 defense, we're kind of getting like the opposite end. So now Eagles are going against like a legit defense that it looks at least like competent offense. So I'm not saying like, 
Jalen Hurts is somewhere in the middle of what everyone, the public thought he was going to be, which is just like uh, this fake QB. He seems legit, but it's also like he proved that what we thought about Atlanta defense, right. And now he's going against the, like, Oh, like a real defense. Like, I mean, probably like top five defense. So it's just yeah. like, it's not gonna, so it'd be interesting. Cause also like, you gotta remember like snaps against real defense. He doesn't lie. He comes out the NFC East. He finished what uh, the last three games of last year, the last four. So, and I think like yeah. uh, one was against the giants. I, I don't remember all of them, but it wasn't like a lot of, so this is, I mean, like tough D's legit. Yeah. Like, even though this is like a like a offensive forward league, like still having him face defense is like so like, but I also I think I'm just sticking my guns of not liking the 49ers. So yeah, no, and they and they got they got they got dinged again on the injury bug. They lost Jason Barrett with an ACL tear, Raheem Mozart out for a few weeks, at least this game for sure with a knee injury. Um injuries can't they can't get right on that so they're going to be down a little bit in the secondary that's the only way i was thinking about that well um, here's here's i see this like 49ers like win the coin toss they go down they score a touchdown in like sixth place yeah like it's it's uh like nine minutes in the first quarter like put like a legit 12 minute drive together jalen hurst like rolls back like and just the pressure's getting to him so he throws like one incomplete pass to his left and then throws like overthrow somebody to his right and it's just like what the fuck did i bet on yeah. <laughs> like i knew this yeah. guy to score twice against this defense with yeah. the offense like that's a scary that's a scary point of gamble this is yeah this is a scary thing but this is also like you know this is the same 49ers defense that looked dominant was up like 42 17 or 41 17 yeah I know. and then yeah, they it, fucking came back in a certain maybe yeah, that's just like a meaning in this game yeah i mean i think there's a difference between like we're trying to win the game and we're gonna relax on, relax on the skis because we got this under control like yeah there's a bunch of like weird that game i i think you and i, I know it's such text new lions face because i'm huge on lions this year which makes me a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was still like they absolutely had that game like you could wipe off uh, 15 points from that game yeah the actual score like it's like went off kittle's helmet like it was just a bunch of shit that yeah that it didn't matter there's no way that game was within like eight points right exactly so yeah yeah no it's interesting broncos minus six you sit on the road at jacksonville yeah it's uh denver Broncos, yeah, uh, yeah, got to cover six at Jacksonville, which I think is a little overreaction. Here's what you want to find. This last thing we'll sum it up before we get out of this okay. pod. Like, you want to find a team that was overrated against a team that was underrated, right? And it's like that's that's the fucking sweet spot. That's where so people are. That's why I like the Buffalo Bills and the Dolphins. Like people overreacting on how bad the Bills are how good like the Dolphins could be against like uh you know like Matt Jones and the Patriots it's just like that's a little that's a little there it's kind of funny that we brought it off like four home dogs but go through uh, your Broncos Jags real fast well oh, yeah, I, yeah, like I'd like your take on this like is are the Texans are the Texans going to win more than four games or the Jacksonville Jaguars back the Jacksonville Jaguars are bad and the Texans are 25% of the way there. So, you know, with, with, <laughs> with 16 games left. So, you know, anything can happen, but the, it's bad in Jacksonville. And I feel very bad for my, my love 
of Trey uh, Trevor Lawrence there. Um, but I think like to me, this is like confused offense. They had 10 penalties in their game there. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence pl- admittedly played bad. Also had, had lots of drops. This team is looking already a little dysfunction. There's already a lot of news topics coming out about Jacksonville, about urban Meyer and the head coach and the job that he's doing and him, you know, threatening uh, all of his staff, a staff that he handpicked himself, you know, it's um, a, a professional football team that was already losing could lose steam a little bit and not play. Then you're going up against a Vic Van Fangio team. That's going to be a really good defense. I don't know offensively what they're going to do, but defensively Vaughn Miller had two sacks. They're going to lock you up on the secondary. They're not going to allow, you know, three, if you throw three INTs against the Texans, you know, you're still going to be able to maybe play in that game. Uh, but you throw three inter- interceptions against Vic Fangio, you might be in fucking trouble. Uh, so that's my only thing. It's like, is do they win by a touchdown? Possibly. I don't think Jacksonville, like a home Jacksonville game is going to give them a big bump. You know what I mean? And like the, they're going to be jacked up to play <laughs> right, fucking, right. fucking Jacksonville. Where my Jaguar heads Where my, at? Where, where's Duval yeah. at? You know what I mean? No. So, um, so that's my only thought process on that. Aside from that, I, I really love your, your bills. Uh, and I love the Titans Seahawks, I, the Titans Seahawks. I, I don't want to tease it too early, but I think it almost might be a, uh, you know, a, not a, a Delaney dog, not a Delaney dog. It's not, they're not a dog. Uh, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No. So we got to give one Delaney dog, but no, yeah, we'll take the favor on that. And it's still, it's still be part of the Delaney big. You're going to, you're going to gift us with some of the daily fantasy league sleepers. Do you need two weeks to figure it out? I forgot. I totally, I, I totally forgot. <laughs> I just forgot. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it up and running. Relax. Take a drink. Take a drink on them. Guys, this has been MAB Sports Podcast, episode 184. Guys, we're doing it. We still keep cooking to that 200 mark. We got something special on 200. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what it is, but it will be special. Uh, we're kicking. Um, all right, guys. Uh, listen and tune in. Pay attention to the Instagram. We're gonna do a. We're gonna do a live game this year. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna do a little announcer. Not trying to rip off the Manning brothers, which you guys should check out on this Monday night game tonight. Uh, starting as fast, but you see it. But yeah, we'll do a little announcement. It'll be fun. We're doing this bot. We're doing this boxcar race. I need to talk to you, brother, and figure out how to do this. Like what the rules are. But we're gonna pine tell- pine yeah. map derby. Yeah, Tess, tell us a little bit. Sneak it a little bit. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, we were talking about everyone in our audience sphere entering in. Remember when you used to do in the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, the little Pinewood Derby? You could buy it. You could shape your own little, you know, it comes with all the all the components. So you could just make your style, paint, veneer, all that stuff. And then you race it down a track to see who wins. And we're doing yeah. think about doing a little circuit. Yeah, little... we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna set up courses uh, across across the country. Uh, let's go travel along with fines, but we're doing it. So more details coming on that. We're gonna drop it on the next pod when I figure it out. Um, all right, MVP is the week. I, I'm giving it to Jalen Hurst, bro. Gotta do oh, it, gotta do it, mate. He looked. I like as much as we talk about quarterbacks that don't 
get a second life or don't get another shot as soon as they're put in a shitty situation. Like it's it's so rare. Like uh, whatever. Uh, who's that guy from San Francisco? Went to Arizona, or maybe flip that. Uh, Jeff Garcia, are you talking about? No, more recent. Rosen. Josh Rosen. Oh, Josh Rosen. Yes. Now he's, he's in Atlanta. Like he started like thirty games, right? <laughs> That's the one I was wrong about. It's like this guy was never given a shot, and I looked up, it was just like, oh, he started like thirty games. But anyway, like I just just seen someone like go in a system where you don't feel like you hear just kind of all the media noise. There's like you're not going to succeed, you're not going to succeed. Like I, I just I don't know. I, I like seeing a guy like fight for his job and give like a a week one performance. It's just like all right, you're at least we're talking about you. Absolutely, That's I love it. Are, we're gonna have back to back philadelphia mvps that's right Uh uh-oh uh-oh god bro i'm talking about jordan uh the offensive tackle for the philadelphia eagles three years ago the 68 340 pound guy was playing australian rugby never put on a football helmet ever and now today he beat out uh dillard their starter or the guy that they drafted in the first round and signed a four years, $64 million contract contract to be their uh, starting left tackle there. So, I mean, you can come from anywhere. If you're an athlete, if you're big, you're strong, you're fast, you can play in the NFL. And Jordan Mayaletta is a prime uh, reasoning behind that. That's his podcast all about growth. You just look yeah. at that, you're just like, oh, the other opinions about Philadelphia, and we do. But we do open it up and we're just like I made that through the whole town without the whole time without calling them a garbage town that yeah. stinks like shit. I didn't say it once during yeah. that time. I <laughs> gave them a compliment and I stood by the compliment. I think that that's <laughs> we gross. Do shine, we're shine, do exactly. MAB Sports Podcast episode one eighty four. You know, reach us MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Reach out, hit us up. Let's know if you want to compete in this. Pine car derby? So what is it? pine cars? I don't even know. It's pine so- wood, pine wood derby, pine or or we could call it the Indian Mabilis five hundred. Oh, we're oh yeah, we're gonna call something cool. We're gonna call something very cool. <laughs> uh, shoot it there. I'm Brandon. I want you to sign yourself off. Most awesome. Hey, audience, will you will you smell this raisin bread? It smells like devil's fart. Style, fame, she likes, glamour, runway, style, fame, she likes, fashion.